0: Hello, this is Luna Lake. I'm here today with Brian Scott, and he's um, going to tell you who he is in a minute here. Uh, Can you introduce yourself in 30 seconds? Who are you?
1: Yeah, I'm Brian Scott. I'm a painter, uh, art teacher. Uh, I've been painting for 45 years. Um, And not to sound too grandiose, but I'm the, 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 the second biggest seller of art in Western Canada. The only person who's outsold me is Robert Bateman. I've sold uh, 3,000 original paintings, um, uh, 10,000 self-published art books, 40 paintings and 40 stories. I've published six books and also I've sold uh, 5,000 prints. Uh, I have a master's degree uh from Western Washington University honors Emily Carr and a degree UBC taught North Island College taught to outreach uh Emily Carr um been painting many years and um
0: the times up a little bit
1: okay so what do I do now
0: now I'm asking the next question okay <laughs> so I understand uh, that you've uh, you've um, done a lot of things. Um, what was the most difficult period in your life, and what is the lesson learned from that?
1: Yeah, yeah. The most difficult uh, period in my life was um, back in the uh, late 1970s when my first wife uh, divorced me. It was I was madly in love with this woman. She was from Chicago. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, she dumped my sorry ass and broke my heart. I even I, I was so broken up I even started smoking because of course you can't suck your thumb but you can suck on a cigarette. So what is,
0: was the lesson learned?
1: Well, the lesson learned was get a dog, you know, because I've my dog has been with me longer than most women in my life. My dogs outlive my relations relationships with women, and my dog loves me and listens to my every word.
0: That's the word of wisdom. Let's uh, go to the next question. Uh, I understand that you are hyper optimistic. Um how do you access this energy all day every day?
1: Well, what I do is the, the most important thing for me is I, I get up in the morning, I do 100 sit-ups and 20 push-ups. And then I and then I go right into the and have a, a cold shower. The water is really cold here. You get it? Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: I keep going? Yeah. Yeah, the water's really cold here. It comes right from the glacier and it and it wakes me up. I used to tell my students at the college, you know, if you have trouble getting to my 8:30 classes in the morning, get up and go and have a cold shower. You know, the lights are on. You're you're not grumpy. You're wide awake, and you and it's very exhilarating. <laughs> Catherine Hepburn did that every morning. She jumped in the Atlantic and Ocean. Then t-
0: and then tell me about the um, about the other stuff that you do
1: well I, I walk I'm, I'm a great exerciser but my big thing is I go ballroom dancing and you make those week.
0: lists remember those lists oh yeah the lists oh
1: yeah about. absolutely yeah I, I, yeah, that's what I do my philosophy is TNT today not tomorrow I, every day I make lists and I, I do the things on the list the, what I do first are the things that I don't want to do right? and then I, and, uh, at the end of the day I've done it all and I feel really good about myself I paint every day religiously
0: it's so smart do the things that you don't want to do first let me ask you my last question here we've got uh, haven't got a lot of time left Uh, um, give me some recommendations give our listeners some recommendations for how you can be your best version of yourself
1: well to be the best version of yourself again is 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 be you know is integrity always right but for me, the, the big thing in my life is, is Christina Lake. You know, I'm just so, so lucky that, that she's with me. She's an incredibly creative lady. I get so many ideas. She's totally revolutionized my life because I never would have spent two years in Vancouver if it hadn't been for Hugh, which was a total epiphany for me. You know, it was total hell for her, but I didn't find that out till later. What else do you want me to say?
0: Hello, this is Luna Lake. It's um, January 17th, 2020. Just uh, had a first encounter with an interesting person here in the Comox Valley, David Parkinson. He's the owner and CEO of What's on Digest Comox Valley. Um, One of the things he said, uh, he has been subject to multiple frivolous lawsuits in his life. That's one of my pet projects to eliminate frivolous lawsuits and he said he lost a total of two hundred and forty thousand dollars in legal fees as a result of uh, being uh, frivolously persecuted by our judicial system. Uh, The other thing he said was um, that he um, was studying in Wharton School of Economics in the United States to uh, receive a PhD in in business and he was um, for an assignment studying um, the writings of Mao Zedong and as a result he was called into the principal's office and uh, was required to um, give reasons why he was taking out these books out of the library and um, was basically suspected of being a communist in uh, 1988. Um, At the end of the conversation, he agreed to give me an interview next time that he comes over to my house and uh, it will be on uh, his reasons why he is a climate change denier. Um, Later in this podcast, um, I will be talking about an innovation coming from Israel that helps legally blind people identify information uh, in their daily lives, going shopping or uh, going for a walk, street signs, etc. It's very interesting. Uh, new innovation. Talk to you later. What do you want? Hello, this is Luna Lake again. It's still the 17th of January, just quickly I would like you to um, be informed about a new product for the blind. It's called OrCam, and it is uh, made in Israel. It's um, um, the um, uh, um, there are multiple products. Um, they are d- designed so that a camera uh, c- that you um, keep on your glasses or hold in your hand. Uh, reads texts and reads it out for you, including newspapers, books, menus, signs, product labels and screens, it recognizes faces, it identifies products and enables an um, independent shopping experience, it's small, lightweight and magnetically mounted onto almost any eyeglass frame, it's tiny, it's wireless and doesn't require an internet connection. It's got more than 20 intuitive voice-activated commands available for easy device use. Uh, go to uh, orcam.com and have a look if you are in need of something like that. Being if you're legally blind or just uh, have a hard time seeing signs and um, items in the supermarket. I'm writing about. Um, I'm writing a sci-fi novella that um, talks about a planet where. Some of the population is um, affected by a contagious virus and is in quarantine. And uh, the virus uh, ter- makes them turn blind at the age of 30. The novella is called Invisible Worlds and I regularly read excerpts of the novella onto my podcast. And that's it. See you later. Bye. Hello, this is Luna Lake, and I'm with uh, my friend Judy Johnson, and we just had a wonderful movie night together, and I'm going to ask her a few questions. Judy, why do you like those movies so much, and what are they?
2: The movies are quirky. They're unusual. You won't see them on Netflix. Mm, I'd say nothing American, but Napoleon Dynamite is American from 2004 um but we want well we watched that after we watched eagle versus shark Shark. (laughs) new zealand perky sweet dopey you can't even you can't describe it like um losers making a movie i don't know it is yeah is that what it is yeah it's losers making a movie uh-huh yeah losers or making it is it kind of losers pretending that they're not losers losers making it yeah even if it's a movie winning they're winning well they're making a movie and sometimes that's all you can do
0: hmm yeah yeah uh-huh so
2: what's movie night in the comox valley for you movie night is me and my sisters and friends meeting once a month for a uh, for me it it's a it's all about the movies for other people it's about the social gathering But i like the movies i like having we were inspired by the um sea movies Once a month, full of uptight uptight gray-haired people where you can't drink. So my sister and I thought, well, why don't we have our own movie nights? And they're better than anything. They're better than book day. What are those things? Those book clubs where you have to read a book? (laughs) It's like, no thanks. All you have to do is show up with a bottle of wine and... uh, and whoever's hosting it gets to choose a movie. What was the other movie that we saw last
0: time? Do you remember? What was it? Yeah, I can't remember.
2: Was it? Where was that? Peggy's? Was it at Peggy's? Must have been. It might have been. It might have been Peggy's. What did show, we good see? Ones too. Peggy I I was the one who. Who? Uh, it was with Peggy that. We concocted this watched, movie night. Uh, we watched that uh,
0: um, that uh, movie with Cary Grant. That, <gasps> oh, um, yeah. What was it called again? To, like, catch, to a catch a Thief. To Catch a Thief. thief. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, this, was, uh, this is my talk with um, Judy Johnson. I'm very happy to be her friend, and I'm uh, signing off for today. It's still the 17th of January, so I'm going to add this to the other podcast. And um, yeah, good luck with your own movie nights. It's fun. Hello, everyone. This is Luna Lake, and this is um, another edition of my podcast, Luna Lake and Friends. I have uh, Grace here. I haven't known her for very long, and I will try to find out some of the things that are her original ideas. I know that she's an artist, a visual artist, and I'm going to see what I'm going to see what else she wants everyone to know.
3: Grace, who are you? I am a, uh, a person. That, um, that, that I'm a pretty much independent person. Like, I don't work. And uh, I scrounge around and, and find things. And I seem to always make it, always been like that. I come from uh, a village in northwest Ontario with no electricity, power, or running water. So I learned from when I was young how to survive. And then I just took those skills and those philosophies and applied them to everything else in my life. So,
0: Are you are you happy that you now have running water and electricity and uh, um, I sanitation?
3: I take it for granted. Right. It's take it for granted My life just evolved. It's not like I compare.
0: Right. So um, how about your parents? Were, were they living there their whole lives?
3: Uh, yeah, my... Uh, yeah, they were in this village, yeah, mm-hmm. their whole lives. My dad worked on the railroad and he, and he met my mom because he was on the section gang fixing the tracks. And then they went to the lake and they met at the lake and they went swimming together. And then that was it. And they got together. Now, my dad died when he was 59, and uh, he was a heavy drinker and smoker that was a binge drinker but he had a business up in Fort Murray and he made a shitload of money but I didn't see any of it, he died and then then I met his uh, two sisters that I just met. And then my mom is a hardcore alcoholic and she's in a wheelchair she smokes a lot of pot and she sits there and entertains the crowd, the bums that live in the neighborhood and all the like native people that are bums. They come over and then she feeds them vodka and weed and then she tells them stories and she's about 86 pounds. And, and wow. I thought she was going to be dead 20 years ago.
0: I wish I, I wish I could interview her. That would be so fun. She would love it. Uh, she, she's a natural entertainer
3: and all of so, so would. If you did it over the phone, she would be so happy. Can I ask
0: another question? Yes. What, uh, what is it that you like painting? What do you like painting?
3: What well, do I like painting? Mm-hmm. Houses. Houses? <laughs> okay, cool.
0: Um, houses okay, and... House.
3: But I don't paint. I like painting anything. Everything. Okay. I don't
0: care. How long have you painted for? As long as I can remember. Um, tell me about the paintings that you did in Mexico.
3: Oh, the, I did a mural in Mexico. I did a, quite a few drawings in books, uh, but I did i did a mural. I was um, i was at, at this beach called Los Arbolitos, it means little trees, and I was really bored. The wind was really strong and I was with this guy that I had... Asked me, he asked me to go for a little trip with him, so I did. And uh, and we were at the beach and at the tent and I was getting bored and I met these Germans and they said, Do you want to come with us in the desert? And I said, Let's go. So away we went, walked through the desert, and we were going to go to this oasis where there was a supposedly a hot spring. So we ended up at this magnificent waterfalls. And they said, "Well, you do, do you really want to go back to Los Arbolitos? I said, no. They said, well, why don't you come with us to La Paz? So we walked out to the highway. Got a, some of us got a ride. One guy had prosthetic legs, two prosthetic legs, and he was hopping along, and he was a, a psychology major. He's going back to Germany to take his psychiatry degree or whatever it was. Anyway, we got hitchhiked and got a ride in some kind of tomato truck, and, and I sat in the front, and they had little, tiny, little puppies, and I was holding them, and I couldn't speak any Spanish at that time. Okay. And I got to La Paz, and they said, well, here's the hostel. And I said, well, I don't have any money. And and, and and I said to the lady that ran the hostel, I stayed there a night, and the next day I said, you know, I said, I'm a painter, if you want a mural done. I saw she was trying to start a mural. Mm-hmm. It wasn't very good. And uh, she said, how long do you want to stay? So, <laughs> I had my my bed, and I had my tequila, and I had my breakfast and I just painted every day
0: and uh, was it in those wonderful bright Mexican colors
3: no it wasn't it was based on uh, cave paintings that were local to the area that were thousands of years old of shaman and animals with the spirits and everything was combined electricity coming out of the guy's fingertips life and death in his body Uh, there was a, a phoenix So it was a
0: spiritual mural. Yeah. Are you a spiritual person?
3: Oh, absolutely, yeah. That's the first thing that that grows, is our spirit, before we even become fully physically human.
0: Do you think that your being spiritual is connected with your being part native?
3: No. I think we're all spiritual. Mm -hmm. We're all the same. Everybody's got the same spirit. It's uh-huh. just how we tend to use it. It's like everybody can have a paintbrush in their hand. It's just how you use it, right? Oh, hey, I
1: love it,
0: Christine. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to stop bugging Grace now. She's going to do some more painting. And thank you very much, Grace. And give you. Uh, give you a new episode, and I find a new victim. Bye bye.
3: <laughs> I don't know what you want.
0: I just want to talk with my friends.